What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the most interesting conversations, lessons, learnings, wins, and losses behind the scenes at Morning Brew. Today, we are talking about three lessons that I learned from the godfather of marketing himself, Rashad Tabakawala. Let's hop into it. So what I want to start by saying is Rashad Tabakawala is one of the most well-respected thought leaders in the world of marketing, but all of the lessons I'm about to talk about are way more applicable to business and entrepreneurship more broadly than just marketing. First of all, for people who didn't tune in for the CMO series where I interviewed Rashad, quick background on Rashad. Rashad has been in the marketing and advertising world for 40 years. He was most recently chief growth officer of Publicis. Publicis is one of the largest marketing and advertising holding companies in the world, has over 80,000 employees. He was one of the most senior people there. And you know what I always like to say is I believe in every industry, 90% of people are thought followers, 10% of people are thought leaders. And Rashad is without a doubt, one of the greatest thought leaders in marketing and advertising. So let's hop into the learnings. Basically, it was funny. We were talking, Sarah, our team, who's done an amazing job putting together the CMO series, her and I were talking after the interview. And you know, she basically said, this guy is just an encyclopedia, a library of just incredible sound bites and quotes. And that's exactly right. You listen to Rashad and you just feel like you are learning with every word and sentence that he provides. The first learning for me was basically so much of his thesis around marketing has been in the age of technology and the age of the internet. There has been increased focus, obviously, on data-driven marketing. And for some companies, data and being data-informed is a competitive advantage, and they should be entirely focused on, on it. That is especially like the platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google, et cetera. But the point he has tried to make time and time again is that you differentiate yourself as a business and a brand in 2020. Data is kind of like the table stakes for being a, a successful business. The, the analogy he used is data is like electricity. You need electricity to be able to function, but being an electricity provider does not differentiate you. There are like five or six main electricity providers, and there's no differentiation other than they just provide electricity. And so his point is that you have to be data informed, but you also need to be incredible at being empathetic, understand human beings and how humans work. And I think it was especially impactful coming from him because Rashad is someone who studied applied mathematics, someone who studied finance and got his MBA. So he is absolutely a quant driven person, but he thinks that so much of what marketers do now is not driven by empathy and how human beings actually think. And the example he gave to me is, he said when he talks to marketers that basically say everything is about the numbers, do what the numbers say and make informed decisions by the numbers, he asked people three questions basically to push back on their notion that thinking about things from a heart or empathetic perspective doesn't make sense. These are the three questions he asks. First question I'll ask someone is, what car do you have? And his view is, is if someone answers Audi or BMW or Mercedes, Bentley, whatever the, the brand is, he'll say, oh, interesting, because I believe that a Volvo or a Toyota is probably just as safe and a good functioning of a car, but there's a reason you bought 
a car that costs twice the amount of money that has some sort of social status to it. And he goes, okay, next one. What watch are you wearing? And his view is if someone doesn't, if someone says something other than, you know, swatch or other than G-Shock, he'll be like, oh, interesting. You, why are you wearing a Rolex? Why are you wearing a tag? Why are you wearing a Chapard? Because it still t- tells time the same exact way as your swatch. And by the way, you don't even have to use a swatch. You can use just your phone. There has to be some reason beyond just you using reasoning to decide why you picked a watch that's 10 times the price and does the same exact job. The final question he asks is, are you a parent? And he says, when people answer that they are a parent, again, he'll say, if you were to be a reasonable, reasonable data-driven, ROI-driven human being, you would never decide to be a parent because that is not an ROI-positive decision from a monetary perspective. Yet millions of people, billions of people decide to be parents. And to me, his ability to bring examples and specificity to this idea of marrying the heart and the brain when making product and marketing decisions was super impactful. And that's something that resonated with me from the conversation. The second is to me, I believe Rashad is more successful than most because he has viewed himself as a student from day one, and he still views himself as a student 40 years later. The way he thinks about where the puck is going, which is what he obsessively thinks about, where is the puck going in business? Where's business? Where's the puck going in marketing and advertising? I asked him, how are you able to figure this out given you know, now 40 years into your career, so many of the channels and platforms that define modern marketing, you are not the target demo of. I brought up things like, you know, Twitch and TikTok and Discord and Slack. And basically what he said is he just remains a student more than ever of these platforms. He said he just consistently is using TikTok. He's consistently watching things on Twitch. And he's humble enough to say he doesn't understand a lot of what's going on. But that's when he leverages his daughters. And that's when he leverages, you know, people a quarter of his age or half of his age that he will ask questions of. And I think the fact that he has remained a student and built habit around being a student for the last 40 years is why he is so successful. People view Rashad as the godfather of marketing or the guru of marketing, but he views himself as a student, as as a pupil of marketing and of business. And I think that is why he's so successful. Just to speak about habit and routine for a second, this guy wakes up at 4.30 every morning and reads for at least an hour just for the pure purpose of learning something new every single day. And at least what he told me is he has done this routine for the last 20 years. The third learning from the conversation was actually me posing to him a question that I posed on Twitter yesterday that got a lot of responses both in favor of what I said as well as against what I said. The question I asked him was, if you had to invest in a company and you have two companies in front of you, one company has an A-plus product and C-plus sales and marketing, or you have to invest in a company that has a C-plus product and A-plus sales and marketing. And his answer was basically this. He was like, well, first of all, I'm going to kind of figure out a way to give you a non-answer answer. But he was like, if I have to choose one, I'm choosing the company that has an A-plus product and C-plus marketing because an A-plus product is going to get word-of-mouth distribution. Your customers are going to turn into your best avail- his best evangelist and turn into ultimately like your sales force, your free sales force because people care about your product. But what he explained is it's more nuanced than that because he said, most companies 
don't have an A plus product and C plus marketing or an A plus or A plus marketing and C plus product. Generally, he's like, it's generally where a product is an A and your sales and marketing is an A minus or a B plus and then vice versa. And his view is basically that if the product is good enough, in both cases, he cares more about storytelling and marketing. And his view on this is if the product is good enough and people really enjoy the product, that what really matters is the storytelling and the marketing around the product. And I think a great example of this is he brought up Domino's. And Domino's, from a product perspective, does not have the world's best pizza. But their storytelling and their marketing around what they do exceptionally, which is basically they're an incredible logistics company, is what has allowed them to succeed. And his view is also that at the end of the day, there are so few products that are 10x better than their competitors. And even for companies where their products are 10x better than their competitors, they don't stay 10x better for that long in the age of the internet. And so his view was, at the end of the day, you need a product that is good enough, but you need storytelling that is 10x better than everyone else in your space. With that, I was incredibly humbled to have the conversation with Rashad. And it's amazing just to talk to people who have such a wealth of experience and to see how simply they break down complex topics because of the experiences and context they have, and also how their simple ideas are so transferable beyond the specific industries they worked in or roles that they did. Would love your thoughts on any of the lessons that I learned from the godfather of marketing himself. As always, if you have feedback or questions for the show, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. One request of you is to go leave a review for the Founders Journal on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Founders Journal, and I will catch you tomorrow. Take it easy, everyone. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.